Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. This week on the Cinestream Club, we go all the way back to 1990 to watch the Paul Verhoeven classic Total Recall with fellow Cinestream cinephile Kevin McGarren. Oh, I think I heard them coming into the Zoom room. Let's get to it. Edwin Salmon, Andrea Farrell, and wait, am I recalling this correctly? Kevin McGarren? That's me. Four in a Zoom, and the other one said, let's talk movies. Hey, Trev. Hey. <laughs> the king roll, of the intros. Roll, hey, no prep, him. zero prep, all step, baby. Um, <laughs> wow. This is the first time we've had a foursome, and I'm excited. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I'm intimidated. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, if you can hear a sound on my microphone, which only the listeners can because we're all connecting through different devices... I'm winding the clock back to 1990, to a movie that uh, has various degrees of closeness to all of our respective hearts. It's Total Recall! (laughs) (laughs) Doug. Honey. You wouldn't hurt me, would you, sweetheart? Sweetheart. Be reasonable. After all, we're married. Consider that a divorce. Kevin, I think this is a movie that might have a bit of passion from your end. Ed, I know you've spoken about this movie before. So as we kick this off, the first thing we always talk about is what does the movie mean to you? Maybe myself and Dre, we'll we'll start this because I have a feeling that maybe we have less memories or connection to this movie and then we pass it on to Kevin and Ed. I'll start, right? To me... When I was watching this again, well, first and foremost, when I was watching it again, it kind of felt like it was my first time watching it because there's so much I'd forgotten about it. I, like I'd only, from my childhood, the only key scenes I remembered was the taking of the device out of his nose. Um, I just remember that like grossing me out as a kid. And when he's taking the tracker out of his, like whatever that area is above your nose, <laughs> under your eyes. Um, your brain. <laughs> hey, what, hey, whatever that thing is. I don't. Hey, I'm not a scientist, bro. Hey, whatever. Hey, the science. Hey. <laughs> yeah, the Johnny Taxi Man. Just because I was a kid, and that made me laugh a lot. But the the big memory I have of the movie was the game. I played the game a lot. I had a Commodore 64, and I played oh, no Total. Way. Yeah, and I played Total Recall to death. Yeah, and you died. Yeah, I yeah, but then they, they introduced these things called lives, so I got to play the game again after I died, which is pretty useful. <laughs> Very genius uh, game respawn, development. Respawn, respawn. <laughs> yeah, um, and I just the, the 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 intro to the game um, was pretty much identical to the intro to the movie. So when I was when I hit play last night to watch it, it brought me back to that like the, the ominous sounds and the the red uh, writing kind of like dripping. As the as it transposed in the screen, I love that title sequence. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that, like Jesus, when I was watching it, I was actually saying, I think that's the most impressive title sequence that I've seen in, in recent times. It was 
fantastic. I like the style of yeah. it, the the sound around it, everything. Uh, it was really cool. But um, other than that, I, I don't have a strong connection to this movie. Um, it's not like in my kind of backlog of of movies that I go to every every couple of months, every couple of years or whatever. Haven't seen it in about 20 years. Um, did I enjoy it or not? We'll get to that. But uh, Andrea, uh, what about you? Where, where did this movie bring you back to? Or did it bring you back anywhere at all? Is it, was it your first time seeing it? It was my first time seeing it. So it brings me back to nothing. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> going back for to- me, I, like the, the 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 first thing I wrote down was I have no idea what this film is about, but the music is reminiscent of Terminator music, and Arnie is in it. So hashtag spin off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, no, it 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 it, it, uh, it was it was it was confusing. It was confusing for for. A first-time watcher, um, a non-lover, you know, uh, you know, it's not part of my childhood. Um, it was kind of like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, but for the boys. Inception, <laughs> <laughs> Inception with undertones of The Matrix and The Truman Show. And I know that it this came before all of those films, but and we haven't got to that section of are there any better films out there? It it made me it made me want to vomit, lads. <laughs> But I did, I did enjoy it. The, 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 the like graphics it, were really, really good, but but like in a kind of a bad way that they were they were it, just the, Arnie's exploding eyes. He's a very good facial actor, <laughs> but not a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> he really overdoes it. His, but anyway, yeah, his facial, um, his expressions Andrea, are, are. His are fucking head was exploding. Yeah. You can't say, <laughs> yeah. God, you rain it back a bit, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the way you're just you're just complimenting him on his face when he's like one of the most famous bodies of all time. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> yeah. well, what I will say, he was 43 when he made that, and he really? still looks great now. Does that man not age? He was 41. 41, I was going to say. 41. Yeah. I was going oh. yeah. to pull you up. But uh, I, I was agreeing with you too much about the body. Uh, he looks intense. It's fantastic. It's actually we'll get to it, but it's in my for your consideration for the for the back alley Oscars best yeah. irony bod uh, in in since the, pumping in, iron in, in his, since pumping iron probably yeah he's just <laughs> absolutely ripped. He shredded. Um, and there's a couple of things about his diet that I have in Trev's trivia. But we'll get to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin, I only we... ate Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, but I took out the yolk. I kept the protein Easter eggs. Give these Arnie's eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin, what about you? Where did it bring you back to when you were watching? Oh, well, let me tell you a little story. This <laughs> takes me back to Mammy and Daddy McGahorn going to a dinner dance in town, and Kevin's let watch a film with the babysitter. <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, so Kevin's watching it. And is this for children? Oh, it's probably fine. Oh, wait, there's a woman with three tits. Oh, too late. We're into it now. We're watching till the end. <laughs> uh, yeah. This, yeah, like I've. This is the kind of film that your uncle lets you watch. Um, it's it's Paul Verhoeven, who I'm a big fan of, mm. uh, and he he seems to be really good at doing sci-fi movies that are incredibly violent with uh, a little bit of social commentary and satire uh, that are kind of silly, kind of violent, kind of 
amazing at the same time. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of this film, I have to say. Yeah, and I think you nail it with that. I think it's kind of it's it's Arnie at his best, really. Yeah, and with with the with Verhoeven with what he did with it, like it was a kind of a very it was it was based on a short story that had a lot going on with it and you could tell that he had kind of taken a very kind of complex idea and really boiled it down into just a good action movie and took a lot of the complexity out of it so it's a great action movie but it still has some kind of moral stuff going on and well i think that was the big challenge of adapting it because i think it's only a short story i read it years ago i can't really remember um but I think the trouble was this had this went through like thirty drafts over like a ten year period, mm. and there was so many different people involved in this. Like at one point, Trevor, your old friend Richard Dreyfus, was going to be in the main role. <laughs> he was. He can was. You, can you imagine this film with like Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> like having sort of sexy fights with Sharon Stone? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like have, well. just meeting a woman at three boobs. How would yeah. Richard Dreyfus react to that? He'd probably run a mile. Um, but it went through it went through a lot of different drafts, a lot of different companies and different producers. Um, Cronenberg was going to direct it for a long time, and then he kind of fell out. I think with the writers, uh, so it was a long time in the making. But I think yeah. it, it just uh, it arrived at the perfect time where I think the special effects. Rob Boutine does the special effects in it, and every memorable scene I had as a kid is a scene with Rob Bottin's amazing special yeah. effects. Like, I was yeah. actually writing yeah. down all the scenes that blew my mind, and I was like, these are just special effects scenes. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about, what about you, Ed? Yeah, I would have seen it when I was maybe like 14, something like that, 15, whenever it was kind of first on TV. I think I saw it, like, like late enough on ITV, with I think my older brother was probably watching it and I was like watching along with him but I I do remember being genuinely kind of scared and like you're saying Andrea disgusted yeah it uh, is kind of a disgusting film it's yeah. very good like especially Quatu and all that stuff it's very grimy it's very realistic but it yeah. rides that like like you're saying Kev like Verhoeven has this great kind of skill of making something that's sort of comic booky and fantastical, but also has this kind of gritty, realistic. It's like it, 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 it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it's kind of very seriously done. Like the main character, you believe everything he's going through. Uh, it's not, it's not overly silly or overly ridiculous. But I yeah. do, I do remember like a, a lot of it being really like st- stuck in my brain. And yeah, it's it's all the. I think I must have rewatched that. You know, two two weeks. Scene. <laughs> two, we- two weeks. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Which I've, I've, and actually, I, I noticed something. The the. Well, I mean, we'll get to that in 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 uh, maybe things that we would cut from the movie. But it's not. It's it's more of a a thing that doesn't make sense. But um, yeah, it was just very. I, I was at an age where watching movies that were over 18s when I was under 18s seemed yeah. kind of dangerous and yeah. I was like genuinely scared about what I'd see and how it would affect me and Quatu especially gave me nightmares because for a long time 
I thought that could happen to someone, like a, a mutant would grow out of your chest <laughs> and sort of take over. And I was afraid that that would happen and a mutant would go around with me kind of unconscious and it would be like running around Ed, banks and walking around Burr. Ed, Ed you, just, you just had a child. You're telling me you couldn't relate to that in any way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to say, like, when my child was born, um, she was really, like, immediately dexterous. So, like, she came yeah. out of the womb and her hands were going like crazy. And the first thing I thought of was Quato. The way he moves his hands and he like sort of looks around the place, he is like yeah. a mutant <laughs> baby. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm, I couldn't say that to my wife. It's like, he, she looks like yeah, a freak. Well, there, 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 <laughs> you kind of are through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to listen to this. Term. Yeah, fair enough. There, yeah, there, yeah. There, was, there was an element of that for sure where, yeah, because like my, as of this recording, my son is 13 days old. So I still have the image of him coming out and being held up and covered in goo mm. and covered in kind of white stuff. And he kind of looked like, you know, that 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 sort of texture and that weird white shit that you get on, you know, like rashers. Yeah, a little bit bacon. Cook, cook, cooked in a garage, a uh, garage deli, and you've got like rashers in a, in a Tupperware <laughs> thing that they just stick in the microwave. Kind of had that look about him. Save this for his 21st like, birthday. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> you, look, you look like a boiled ham when you come out. <laughs> you look like a beautiful boiled ham. But yeah, um, but this is a movie that in, in my youth, myself, and then I showed it to my younger brother when he was kind of uh, old enough and kind of really getting into movies and kind of enjoyed it again a second time through him. And um, we must have, yeah, we recorded it off the TV one time when it was on and we watched certain scenes of it over and over again yeah but i hadn't watched it i hadn't watched it in a long time before this rewatch but watching it again I, yeah there's an awful lot of this that is just stuck in my in my brain specific lines etc and it's and great it's, i think it still holds up it's paced very well like it yeah. doesn't yeah. really slow down till the end of the film it just you're rallying yeah. through scenes and i was struggling to find something that i would cut out Everything yeah, just moves same, the yeah. story. Even even when something stupid happens, like the taxi blows up, <laughs> yeah. you're like, "Oh, that's a bit for no reason." But then, yeah, but, then but then the uh, then that's what leads the 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 bad dudes to to Arnie. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. everything. Even like the rats, like every, every, there's nothing gratuitous. I love the bit where like yeah. he finds um, the suitcase and he's talking to himself. And there's like a load of rats on a table, and he takes like most of the rats off the table. He leaves yeah. like two. He's, he's just sort of like, here, get he out of here. Most yeah. of the rats. Yeah, you knocked two I've got rats a feeling I might need you later. Yeah, and you're like, why did he do that? And then, yeah. of course, he he puts the uh, he puts the tracker into the Mars bar, so the rat eats it. Yeah, it's just the, it's the just br- lovely little scenes that just uh, nothing's gratuitous and everything adds to it. Mm. The producers are probably like, you know that thing where they say, you know, no animals were harmed in the making of this film? Yeah, let's not put that in the end credits because <laughs> we, can't, we can't honestly say that. Those rats, we all know what happened yeah. to those rats. We definitely killed the one that we exploded. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't make it, yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah, 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 definitely. That, that um, rat had cancer. That's how it wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind. Rat cancer. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to uh, be a movie star. Blow me up, Arnie. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, brave rat? Dre, Dre, you touched on it earlier on about like you know what category or genre is the movie? Is there a better version of the movie? We we only kind of talk about this. Um, we only talk. We only tackle this topic when relevant, I suppose. But yeah, like with this movie. I, there's a, a lot of movies that I was recalling as I was watching it. Um, like, and again, some of them came down the, down the pipes after Total Recall. You already said, yeah. I think you said Inception, Dre, did you earlier yeah. on? So I, I was thinking of Inception a lot when I was watching this. Um, like, ju- obviously, like Robocop is an obvious one because, you know, same director. But just the, the idea of creating um, a, time, a, like a time when everything is just so different. It's not like when you look at Minority Report or, or like recent futuristic movies like Edge of Tomorrow where that's kind of slightly futuristic where they kind of tend to make the future look kind of near what today looks like. So there's like a, like a stepping stone in between today and that and that reality so you, mm-hmm. the audience mm-hmm. can connect to it where these movies are just like, like there is a bit of that but it's like, no, no, this is just fucking, there's people on Mars, you know, it's it's a hundred years in the future and there's people planting shit into their brains like fake memories for holidays there's and just even like i know i know nobody dresses too differently but just everything else is different like the, the way the tvs are on the like that even the first scene where they had like the um the tv and like the tile in the wall and then sharon stone pressed the button and it became a big landscape and like all that stuff i thought was like i like it when they just go full throttle and say fuck it we're 100 years in the future let's mm. just go nuts and to what one of were saying earlier on some of it is so extreme it makes it kind of feel like it's kind of almost like a, I don't know, I don't know, like kind of like a B movie or like a, it's like a like a fucking army of darkness or something. Like it's just so surreal how it like, stylistically, it, it kind of it almost looks like a movie that was made like this year, but just by like an edgy art house director that wanted to just take that. He made he made a decision stylistically to make it look like a B movie, and the way the actors are acting and the dialogue and everything and and the cheesy stuff. It's just a choice that was made. I don't know if that was the case when, you know, it was made in 1990, but that's what it feels like now watching it. And it actually, it kind of feels think, timeless when you're watching it. I think that's Verhoeven's style. Like, yeah, I've, I've never seen any of his non-American films. So, uh, I don't know what his, uh, he's Dutch, isn't he? I don't know what his Dutch films are like. He comes across as a dude who, like, was kicked out of his country. He made artist films in his home country, and then he decides to almost take the piss out of American cinema yeah. while getting paid a lot of money to do it. Like, all of his films, like Robocop, Total Recall, um, Starship Troopers, they're quite mm. satirical, and the level of violence is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> when somebody gets shot in a Verhoeven film, it looks like they're just filled with jam. Yeah. It just looks like yeah. everyone yeah. everyone yeah. is just a plastic bag just filled with jam. Uh, Ready to burst. There's, there's one amazing there's an amazing bit in a Robocop where Ed two oh nine, the sort of big robot, comes in and uh, the big boss man, who's also the same actor who's in this film, Ronnie Ronnie Cox, I think his name is. Uh, yeah. they're like, check out this big fucking robot, he's gonna clean up these streets and then he just shoots an executive and he shoots him about 80 or 90 times and it just goes <laughs> yeah, on yeah, yeah. and on yeah, and on yeah. forever. And then <laughs> as soon as Until he stops, he, 
he runs out of bullets and then somebody says, somebody get a doctor in here immediately. Or call, this, <laughs> call an ambulance. man an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he, he, it's funny, like you say about B-movies, they are kind of like, they're like big budget B-movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely the and this this was a huge budget. Like this film was the second most expensive film ever made at the time. Mm. Um, until I think Rambo uh, Rambo two or three um, was was the most expensive film at the time. Um, <laughs> but Arnie Arnie got a fairly sweet fucking deal out of this. Um, it was knocking around for a long time. Does Richard Dreyfus? Pa- uh, Patrick Swayze was going to be in it at one point. Yeah, they're going to film uh, it in Australia. Yes, and then Arnie expressed interest in making it, and uh, he, mm. I think he went to that company Calico. Is it Calico? They're now defunct. Um, and he Cro- secured Cro- like t- 10, 10 million. He uh, he got to say uh, final say on the edit, the director, the producer. Uh, the promotion, like literally every aspect of making the film, and he was like, "Yes, I will do all of this, please." Um, <laughs> and he got he got points. He got a percentage of it, like fifteen percent of the, and it was a huge, huge hit. Uh, and it obviously was, it kind of catapulted him into the Arnie stratosphere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, up up to that point, he hadn't really done. Um, I mean, he'd done Terminator and done Terminator, done, done Conan, yeah. But he he'd never Her- Hercules in New York, of course. Hercules in New York, <laughs> not, not his own. People, not his people own always voice. leave out Hercules in New York. That was his first it's movie. Too. It's overlooked. Yeah. Was, in the, was Andy Kaufman or somebody weird in that? Oh, I think so some, some comedian. Yeah, I think you might be right. Someone, I think Andy someone Kaufman like. was in a scene in it, play, playing right. a cop. Really? Or something yeah. was that? Was that? So can you, was that you can't. You can't. You can't lift that here, Hercules. Get out of here. Go to a gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Arnie responded, or Hercules responded with, "Okay, I'll just go over here." That's the way he talked. And then the executives were like, "No, use your use your natural accent. I think your natural accent is much better." But it, it, Total Recall, he he plays a much more complex character than. Yeah. You know, Conan the Barbarian is like you know, uh, make your enemies crush your enemies before you, and uh, listen the to the lamentations of, of their women. <laughs> you know, it's very basic and ter- like I think the Terminator is is a fantastic performance as well. Yeah. But it's very you know he's playing a killer robot. It's very focused. Whereas this is he's a guy who's who thinks he's someone else, but then he finds out he's another guy. But then. He, it, there's a double cross, and he's actually the bad guy's guy. I thought yeah, I was like me, constant. but I'm not me. I'm you, but you are me. So if I'm you, then who's me? How do I get to be me again? <laughs> oh, no, I don't like being me. I don't want to be me. Now I'm now I'm back to the other guy. That's better. Oh, wait, I was dreaming, was I? No, then you're me, but you're not me. No shit, who am I? But yeah, it's... There's a Let's lot, get there's a lot of going on with this character, and he's, <laughs> and he's believable. He's you know he's actually he's actually he's good in it because it's not yeah. like um, it's not an ultra serious movie. And if it had been made, you know, because you know you're talking Kev about the the Cronenberg version, and I think he wanted William Hurt to play the character because originally yeah. the character was mm. just a normal guy, which is why Arnie couldn't get cast when it was with a different production company because they were like, no, we can't explain that away. 
What about he just works with the drill all day long? Okay, but uh, <laughs> did you did, did, yeah. did you all, did you also think it was funny how like like Arnold Schwarzenegger is? I think as Billy Connolly described him, he looks like a load of walnuts in a Johnny. Uh, like he, oh, he's yeah. a massive freak Clive, Clive of a man. Anderson called him that. Yeah, I can't yeah, Clive Anderson. walnuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, like he's he's yeah. he's working on a building site and he's crushing rock every day. And you're like, all right, fair enough. Maybe that's how he got some muscly. And then yeah. we pan over to see his fat best friend who looks like, yeah. <laughs> looks like yeah, a, yeah. a New York taxi driver. Like, <laughs> and as well, I love he's how a lazy he's got, worker, he's, that guy. He's got a hilariously bad recall of the theme tune <laughs> to Total Recall. Because yeah. the Total Recall theme is like, recall, recall, recall. And he's like, oh yeah, recall, recall. Rico, Rico, yeah, Rico. It's like it was, he's a siren. Yeah, it was dental plan. It was clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was obvious that the actor on the day was like, you know, I, I don't, I don't need to really hear what the theme. I'm just going to wing it, guys. Yeah, well, they, they, wing it. they probably maybe they hadn't done it by then. They were like, we're going to have like a theme tune. It's going to be, you know, recall, recall, recall. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, recall, recall. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Hey, I'm an act. I'm fine. a professional actor. I've got a SAG number. I can do this. <laughs> that's what it's going to sound like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do I? I have it in uh, the um, the plot or the things that I didn't understand about the movie, but just on that point of the fact that like his job is to break rocks with a jackhammer. It's it's the year two thousand and eighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they've automated everything, and yet it's they have like fifty guys on a rock. Like, there's not just like it's not like he's not like one bespoke. Yeah, there's in the loads of them. Of that shot, there's a big drill like yeah. over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, use that. Yeah, yeah, much better. And it's not like it's just he's one guy in for like nooks and crannies. Like there's like thirty of them jackhammering. Yeah, yeah. This big, like, what, what's going on? Yeah, like, just automated. Robots just can't do it. You just, you, you, you can't get the human touch you need with. Yeah. Do you know what would happen, Trevor? Being handled if, by humans. If a robot did that, all of his nuts and bolts would be rattling all over the place. <laughs> and, and he'd just go, yeah. bzz, bzz, bzz. <laughs> His arms be falling off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> back, look, back at the Oscars. Um, what what do we add to the to this industry in back alley Oscars? What okay. do we put forward? Best best use of a human target or a, a best use of a human shield. Um, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Uh, which this, one? There's loads of it. Yeah, I think in terms of like Arnie on, on the being a being a bastard yeah. to um, to sort of normal people, he's like really mean to average passerbys in yes. this. Like, like almost as bad as the Terminator. Like that bit in the escalator, he's like, "Oh shit!" There's a load of lads shooting at me, and he just lifts up some poor bastard, and he gets shot <laughs> yeah. a million times, and then he turns around and gets shot a million times more, and then he just yeah. fucks, fucks him with the bad lads. Um, yeah, I was or the bit where um, he's running the down the steps. Where, Did you see that? He's running down like a, la- a step ladder thing, and there's like a guy whistling up the ladder, and yeah. uh, Ernie just pushes him, and the guy goes flying off, and he has to like grab on yeah. to the ledge. And at yeah. the end of the scene, like Ernie goes out of shot, and like in the foreground, you just see this guy hanging from like yeah. the ledge. So they had to they had to hire like a an acrobat or something that or a stunt guy that could do all that just for that one thing. It, it was such a needless the like, bit push. When, yeah. the bit the bit when the woman grabbed his suitcase. 
and he like pulled oh, it yeah, off her. Yeah. I was fully <laughs> expecting him to just punch her in the face, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, shoot her, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then his his little kind of bow that he does. It's probably his only. Yeah, comedic. that's very funny. It is very funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, about he that. did he did ask to be a, a secret agent, and like um, James Bond doesn't really care about killing people. He doesn't have the the morality of yeah or su- of superheroes like Batman you- and Spider Man who tried to have <laughs> limited civilian casualties. Yeah, but Dre, James Bond would shoot bad lads. James Bond doesn't really shoot normal lads. Ah, but he do, he does be doing explosions. Ah, Dre, come on now. And, ne- and not yeah. thinking but about the Dre, consequences. Dre, you can't be accusing the man. He's not on to defend himself here. You're throwing out <laughs> accusations here that, frankly, I can't stand behind. And I'm just going to put it on the record here. I do not agree with Andre Farrell. James Bond is not uh, a friendly fireman. I don't mean like a fireman who's friendly. I mean a friendly fireman. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not fireman Sam. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. As opposed yeah, to a friendly uh, fireman. <laughs> I, I actually totally forgot that he that he used the just the regular passerby as a human shield. Because mm. when I was, I, I remembered it as he grabs a bad guy and yeah. uses him. no. But no, it's like just a, yeah, just a regular Some poor dude. fucker going to work. Some yeah. random guy full of squibs and he just grabs him. He's probably yeah. working in the tech industry. Probably. <laughs> or or else or else he's a fellow rock smasher. <laughs> <laughs> the two main jobs in a hundred years' time. Yeah. I one thing I had for consideration was um even though it has that B movie vibe and how it's kind of really out there with the futuristic stuff, there is a couple of things that are really relevant, like some really good kind of future predictions of things that we ne- now have or on the way of having so like yeah i have like, like the the x-ray scanner in the airport like that's we pretty much yeah. have that now yeah. it, except it, just, it doesn't show loads of skeletons like walking through it's <laughs> it's hidden you, only yeah. the security guys can see it holidays to well, space with, with the whole branson bezos um yeah. tourist space race at the moment mm-hmm. um women are three tits Yes, exactly. You know, that's start, that's starting to to materialize now in certain regions of the world. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen the videos. Um Yeah, I've I've just got two things. <laughs> but I'm sure there's more. <laughs> uh, self-driving, got, self-driving cars. Self-driving yeah, cars. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've yeah. got another yeah. for your consideration. Um best strange animal noises from the main actor. Like right oh, yeah. from like the opening scene, Arnie's just going like, <laughs> like <laughs> I love how the film starts and you see Arnold's yeah. head explode. I mean, yeah. what films start yeah. with a man's head exploding? Yeah. I mean, it's only it's only going up from there. But like, there's so many scenes. There's a scene where he's you blew my cover. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, him running out of oxygen. Basically, any scene where he's fighting, he just cannot stop making. The noises of a shaved ape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sounds. He sounds like a cork man gargling for the first time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like he's not. He's not enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. I. I also have a contender for potentially, like in cinema, like definitely in the nineties, one of the best kind of all female fight sequences because prior to this movie like and i'm sure there's exceptions but prior to this movie a lot of female fight sequences kind of turned it they kind of turn into cat fights you know they're yeah. not really 
where this was like proper kind of like proper karate chops, proper martial arts between Sharon Stone. The hair, and, the hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And apparently that was a choice that uh, uh, Verhoeven, 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 um, Verhoeven. made. Uh, he specifically outlined that to the choreographer. He goes, do not make this into a cat fight. These are two mm. highly to trained women. women. fighting with the real, real fight. With the real fight. I want <laughs> real, real kung fu stuff. That's what I want to see. Well, Stone, Stone put in a lot of effort. You kind of forget Stone was a while coming up. Um, yeah. Like, Ed, Ed we Ed, watched... Um, she came up pretty quickly Jackson. in Casino. Action Jackson. <laughs> on, the, on the drugs. <laughs> on the drugs, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, we watched Action Jackson. Like, her film before this was, like, Police Academy 4. Uh, oh, and yeah. then we, we watched her in Action Jackson, where, like, she was the second female lead, and she was monumentally better than the the woman who was like the lead of the movie yeah. and same with this like she's not in that she's, many scenes but she's really fucking good and yeah, apparently really she good, trained yeah. she trained her balls off to doing like kung fu or doing jujitsu um for this and like the fight scene with arnie um it's quite believable yeah like she, she is kicks really... him in the nuts twice like oh, she yeah. goes for the vulnerable spots like that's what yeah. you do um, and, and she she's she's very vicious like She's a, yeah. she's a great actress like you re- you really believe it and she does she she goes between uh being you know all oh honey you know to yeah absolute cold-blooded killer assassin very yeah. very well like, she's yeah she's she's brilliant in it like yeah and this was just i think i don't know that because this didn't really do obviously basic instinct a couple of years later with the same director yeah because verhoven for a while did those um you know he did this, and obviously he did Showgirls, which is probably the yeah, it's a bit of a yeah, misfire, the most the worst movie of his career. But like Basic Instinct <laughs> is, uh, it's kind of what what Total Recall did for sci-fi action. Basic Instinct did for sort of erotic thrillers. You know, it's mm. kind of for it's male a height, masturbation. It's a, it's a heightened kind of um, well, yeah. I mean, there's so, hey, something heightened, yeah, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's so silly, it's so ridiculous, but it takes itself very seriously, like Total Recall. But yeah, like Showgirls was just a yeah. complete schlub. But yeah, Sharon Stone, rewatching it, I think she's one one of the most memorable aspects of this. She's, um, be- she's better. She's better than than you want. No, no disrespect to Melina or whatever, but she doesn't well, have much of I a mean, role. It's, it's hard to say. No disrespect to. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember her name. Yeah, the, but the to, to touch to touch on what Trevor said, one thing I really liked at the end of the film was, you know, when her when um, Arnie teams up with the uh, oh shit, I forgot her name, Melina. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, no, no, no disrespect. Um, no yeah. disrespect to the woman. I can't remember well, her well, name. She's, she's just not as interesting a character as Sharon Stone's character. Yeah, but yeah. the the team up with her and Arnie at the end. What I like about it is, you know, sometimes in movies where you have the male hero, and he's kicking ass and uh, he's taking names and chewing bubblegum at the same time, <laughs> and then he saves he saves a woman, and sometimes like they'll give the woman a gun. But she's kind of standing behind him. Yeah. And she kind yeah. of like, she'll do something usually where like a baddie will back into a corner and she'll come up behind him and she'll hit him on the head with a bottle. Yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll do it in this sort of like... A, a, a fire extinguisher. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Bonk. And she's and like, then, yeah. oh, I, br- I broke a nail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, kind of like, you know, the, the blonde chick in um, Temple of Doom. 
uh, that yeah, annoying yeah. winch. Uh, but what I liked about this one is they're a total team. Once yeah. they break free from those shackles at the end, yeah. they're a total fucking ass kicking team. I love when yeah, like they're sync. they're waiting by the elevator and he throws her yes. the axe and she just yeah. grabs it and they just fucking nod. Uh, and then um, you know they're taking out a load of bad guys. It's a really yeah. cool. And she she saves him at the end. She took, yeah, she does. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I like that. I like she how there's um, yeah. they're an ass kicking team, an intersexual ass kicking team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I also had it's a small thing, but there's a really good like transition, a really good cut, um, where when Arnie is in the Total Recall or the Recall offices. And yeah. the guy is giving him the sales pitch and he's like, you know, get the two weeks package and you'd be secret agent, man. And when Ernie <laughs> re- like retires in the fact that he's happy with whatever the package is, he gives his kind of cheesy grin smile. And then yeah. it kind of cuts really nicely to him with the same smile sitting in the chair. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was like, I'd like those little things. It's a really nice I touch. Thought, I, thought, I thought your man's office was, was very badly laid out because i was because because i've seen it so many times i was just yeah. kind of looking around look at my computer there uh, 10 meters but behind it, you i know yeah. it should be beside me it should be beside me He's but like, that's not <laughs> he keeps going like check out the statistics and already keep keep oh? having to turn around and look behind him the whole time yeah. I'm like put the fucking screen in front to the customer like, just, yeah and then yeah, he's got yeah. another tinier screen behind him in the very corner of the office and also looking at the walls i was like these are just like gray finished walls he needs like a lick of magnolia on these walls just to just to make the office <laughs> pop yeah. a little bit bit of elephant's also, bit of elephant's breath maybe a bit of um I, you know I, cotton cam just to you know spice i like it up a little i bit. like the uh, yeah a little warm white i like the the secretary you know hitting her nails and changing the nail color because yeah, yeah. Oh, I just Ed, went. That was that was the, my favorite part of the film. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "How did they do that?" You know, I was actually thinking, well, "I know how, how was that done?" Stop motion. Her fingers were actually made out of molas, <laughs> and they yeah. shot it frame by frame. It took them eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. I think Ed Nick Park be, animated it. I think they would have on the day her nails would be painted red, and then they would digitally paint them blue so that when she taps them with the pen thing, they're just revealing the actual colour. That would be the right. easiest way to shoot that. Or they're all painted green and they're a green screen and you just go no. flip with both colours. Yeah, because there wasn't much... The only, I think the only CGI stuff, I think, was the the scanner in the in the subway or in the metro station. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah the, because there are, there are things in it that, like, some things are just real things that look really good like the you know the eyes bulging you know on mars thing that's just like puppets that they pumped air into and then they had arnie go into a small booth and like have a wank and they just recorded these noises and laid it over (laughs) i think that's how they achieved that that scene but like like all release the reactor that's what he says when he's gonna come (laughs) (laughs) start the reactor start the reactor Uh, my back alley Oscars are best Indiana Jones style roll under a door very good and best best hiding of a lad by other drunk lads yeah you know when they're when they're in the brothel yeah oh yeah they just take out the wall push them behind the wall 
push the push the table back and they just continue with their sex party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, thank, what was your you opinion? Um, as somebody who's a a good Catholic girl with a, a I'd say a healthy suspicion of the sexual world. Um, what did you make? <laughs> what did you make of the prostitute house? Do you know that didn't bother me because you didn't see any of the messing around. You just saw them. That just was just. Yeah. It was just women having a few drinks, trying to get lads drunk and get a bit of money out of them. Yeah, fair enough. You, you, we don't know what happened behind closed doors. I was more. Hmm. <laughs> I was more. <laughs> Uh, disturbed by Arnie's um, falling asleep acting when he was being put under and like <laughs> yeah. you know he's do- he's dozing off and the last thing he says was he, it's it's just like slutty I want a slutty <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I had that down as my favourite quote just like trying <laughs> to pi- imagine trying to pick your ideal woman while you're falling asleep <laughs> you'd probably you'd probably say mad shit it's like athletic sleazy <laughs> The mule, <laughs> and at the begin at the beginning of the movie, where you know he wakes up from the dream, and Sharon Stone's like, "Oh, you had that dream again," and she gives him that sexy kiss. It's all better, and then she goes, "Was she there again?" He's like, "Who? Who are you talking about?" The, yeah, br- he was, the brunette. He was dream cheating. Like what? Yeah. Why would you tell? Like you wake up and you go, "Oh, morning, honey. God, I had the weirdest dream. I was hanging out with this sexy woman. Not you now. Some brunette I've never met." <laughs> <laughs> But when they get to to Mars, and it's something I never noticed uh, as much when I was watching it when I was younger, but like it seems like every third person is a prostitute because they're they're walking through the the downtown um, Venusville, and and it's like everyone, woman is like, "Hey, honey, you want a bit? Hey, you want to go down?" Yeah. And like, did they all did they travel from Earth to Mars? Going. I can't ply my trade here as a sex worker, so I'm going to travel all the way to Mars. It's it's essentially lads. It's a it's a wild west town, so yeah. they would have they would have settled, they would In have space. they would have been miners, mm. um, and then they would have been totally um, taken advantage of and left to rot and get a mutant face. Yeah. So they're kind of they're the grandkids they're- of. Of miners were slaves, really. I suppose. They're, yeah, they're they're victims of the of the Cohagen's capitalist yeah. um, society. Actually, here's one for the for the back alley Oscars: best mutation. Uh, the prostitute with three tits, because, <laughs> because every other person who gets mutated looks like Harvey Two Face had sex with a squid. Yeah. <laughs> But she just grows an extra breast. Yeah, an extra perfectly a perf- fine, a perfect e- yeah. extra breast. Yeah, like, uh, it's not yeah. like fucked up or anything. It's just like a perfect D- Darwinism at its yeah. finest. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. That's a good back alley Oscar, actually. <laughs> yeah. she, she, the uh, the actress that played the woman with three boobies. Um, regretted it didn't like the fact she thought she was kind of being exploited a bit she wouldn't do any press for the movie she got offered the tonight show to which do... two breasts were hers now good question middle two none of them the middle she, two. Wo- <laughs> she wore none of them. she wore like a you know like um down, Gw- gwyneth patro and shakespeare in love when she was pretending to be a fella that kind of a thing on her chest yeah, and then okay. they, they put on three prosthetic prosthetics yeah that but makes they, sense 
they wouldn't go she wouldn't go to the tonight show which would have been her big the biggest interview she'd ever done but she turned it down because she didn't want to talk about that movie and then in the sequel or whatever that thing is with colin farrell is it a reboot or a sequel it's a remake it's a remake they brought her character back because it's such a fan favorite she and didn't they, play it though she wouldn't See, yeah trev i yeah, i read i read that as cutting room floor what moments actor theme scene doesn't work would we remove I, I, I've got a couple, like, to, to Kevin's point earlier, there's not a lot to take out of it. Um, I actually did have the whole strip club. Like, do you need that as a as an area Whoa. in a movie? Whoa. It, it, you're, it's you're, ex- that's like saying, oh, let's just get rid of the bit where the T-Rex comes out of the <laughs> fence and eats the children. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a, it's just a, a little room to go in for exposition. It, you know, Trevor, it, connect, it connects you, characters, and you're essentially removing the main reason I watched this as a child. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, 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 Arnie, you have uh, uh, sex workers on Mars. Right? I'm going to take that hot take and make it a little bit hotter. Oh, Trevor, I'm not it? sure. Can you microwave that hot take anymore? Hey. It's going to explode. <laughs> hey, I've got hot pockets. My fingers are cold because I can't put them anywhere because my pockets are too hot. Um, <laughs> the final third. The I, I know there's a lot of stuff said online about like you know the the, the final act of the movie and the trouble they, they had, had with it. They had serious trouble with it. Yeah, serious mm. trouble. They and did I, have I thirty drafts. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't read that until after I'd watched it. But when I was watching it, I was like. The last 15 minutes, even though I enjoyed it and even though I liked the little action sequence at the end, like we talked about it, where the, the, the tag teaming between Ernie and, mm. and, and, and yeah. the, the, what's her name? Um, all that stuff, the hologram Should stuff. really write her name down. We'll, just, we'll dub it in later. And <laughs> Trevor, I, I, I will admit, like I've seen this film, I don't know, maybe 20 times. Yeah. And when I try to recall... Uh, scenes from it they're always from the first two thirds yeah yeah. I, yeah I always find myself watching the, the last 15 minutes going like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, apart from maybe the Arnie mirroring scene like there's some funny bits where Arnie's like ha ha yeah. ha 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 you think I'm over here <laughs> well actually I am <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think I'm the real Quaid Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's like no, but it's like somebody had to explain to him that it was a joke before he did the scene that morning. It's like Ernie, you keep saying this like it's serious dialogue, but this part is a joke. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I will deliver it comedically. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the final third, I just I don't have it on. Obviously, you can't cut a whole yeah, third of a movie, yeah. <laughs> but, but because then it's just a weird, you know, part one and two. Do you know, I I had the same feeling when I was watching it. Um, yeah. It's kind of like yeah, it's 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 pretty much done now it's just wrapping up and you've seen all the all your favorite bits the two weeks you've seen yeah. the three tits you've seen uh, <laughs> the bit where he pulls the thing out of his nose you've seen you're in a Johnny cab you know you've seen uh yeah. Qua 2 and it's kind of like oh this is just the ending and honestly when, when the mountain's exploding and everyone's everyone's getting the ear i was like uh okay okay let's get to the credits now. and that it's the air yeah, the air, even that air scene. How long does it take to show that air is surrounding the planet? It's like Trevor. It, it, Trevor, are you asking how long does it take to? What's the word, Ed? How fill a planet it, with air. How, how long does it? <laughs> how long does it take to fill a planet full of air? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how long balloon. is it to terra? Is it terraform? Terraform. Yeah. Ah. How long is it, Trevor? You're asking how long does it take to terraform a planet? Yeah, I think give it give it forty seconds. 
Hey, yeah. the, the Big Bang was pretty instantaneous. It'd be you know? funny, was it? Well, we weren't hang- Trevor, we weren't hanging around gasping for air, waiting for oxygen levels to rise so we could go, yeah. <gasps> and God, we'll that could see, have been a bit quicker. It, it, and then it also, ne- it needs to be quick so you can see everyone surviving. Yeah, and when all the windows explode and they all walk outside, is Mars not like crazy hot, crazy cold? Like, I know the, there's oxygen now, but like they're all walking yeah. around in their, in their fucking shorts and t shirts and, 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 and thongs, you know? But Trev, um, it's a movie. There aren't any three-breasted prostitutes there either. But that that scene, actually, the very end, yeah, where they walk, they walk out, and yeah, I think. But I think you're right. I think the gravity gravity is very different on Mars, and yeah. the the. I mean, obviously, the the oxygen has changed the uh, given blue skies, and there's a bit of few li- like lightning bolts, and it's like, oh, it's going to rain now. Is yeah. it going to be acid rain? But when they walk out, and you see them in that little gap. And then I looked up, and at the very top of the mountain, there's other people standing there, but they look like kind of blue, sort of, uh, yeah, like blurred blue figures. Mm. And I don't know. I guess that was something to do with the blue screen that they were using. But they, they, they looked terrible. And I was like, all right, that that was the only time I think they dropped the ball, uh, special effects wise. I, I have to say, the blue screen or the green screen, or rather. Uh, the lighting done for the green screen in this is really fucking good. Yeah. Like mm. they they yeah. really match the lighting very very well. Where you can you can rarely see the kind of eighties bleed that you get. Yeah. Uh, like there's a scene especially with what do you call the bad lad? Ironside. Uh, Co- oh, Co- his real name. Cohagen. Yeah, Co- yeah. Cohagen is in his like red office, and yeah. he's standing in front of clear like a green screen of Mars, and the lighting around his face is just perfect. Mm. Uh, Ed, you were just asking there a while ago about the gravity of Mars. Um, I think it's three point seven two one. Top of my head. Square m m per s square. Um, <laughs> so I just I, I I went to say it actually earlier. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. Well, somebody you, else. I, I forgot you. you, you, you know, <coughs> somebody you know else. An awful lot about Mars. Yeah, the surface area. Uh, it's one hundred forty four point <laughs> eight kilometers squared. I think <laughs> roughly. I think. Give or and take. It's, it's the fourth. <laughs> it's the fourth planet from the sun. Um, oh, lovely shot lovely. of the two moons in it: Phobos and the fuck does that say? <laughs> Di- Demos, Demos, the most famous moons I know. <laughs> uh, C- cutting room floor. Yeah, um, go for it. Th- there was a bit where b- because. You know, I've 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 seen it so many times. I was kind of looking around the 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 peripheral the peripherals, and when Arnie is walking to the to the metro, there's a shot <laughs> where there's a girl about she's maybe about twelve or fourteen years old, and she looks directly at the camera. She's like to the right of screen, and she kind of she just looks directly at the camera as the camera's like moving across. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, you're you're in a movie. Yeah. And there's a bit where it's it's the it's the two weeks bit, where, you know, like the the the, the robot head is programmed to say two things, two mm. weeks and get ready for a surprise, yeah. and like why is it saying get ready for a surprise, <laughs> but when it explodes and uh, you know he's running out of there, a security guard is like thrown on one of the metal kind of uh, uh, control panels and it wobbles quite extensively. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's, it's like it, it kind of made it look like a Star Trek 
60s Star Trek episode for a couple of seconds. And I kind of laughed at that. There's a few, does it, because like, this, this is a, a pretty big budget movie, but a lot mm. of it is, and I think that's uh, they're just charm. They're just little goofs. Ed. Yeah, they're, li- they're little goofs, but they kind of, actually, the security guards in, when he, he jumps out of the screen, he's got security guards on one side, and then he's got um, Richter and uh, Cohagen's goons are coming from, and he goes, oh, I'll just jump out the middle here. And the security guards don't run after him. Cohagen's guys do, but the other, mm. the actual security guards in the, the the metro just well, I guess, I guess those guys have have a beef with them. We'll just leave them to those guys. <laughs> yeah. We won't do anything. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Andrea, Andrea, this is your first time watching this. What scenes would you cut out? Um. Well, no, I, I don't know if I'd cut out anything. I was, I was, all I was thinking about there was um, his audition for Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> what? <laughs> Arnie's Arnie Arnie shoehorned that scene. Oh, in. Right. The, the, oh, the, the two week scene yeah, yeah, as a massive woman. <laughs> yeah, because he knew the Mrs. Doubtfire script was getting thrown around the place. <laughs> I can play giant woman. <laughs> But I can only say two sayings, two weeks. <laughs> What's your notice period for the job? Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> to get ready for a surprise line was when he showed his penis. <laughs> He's got him? <laughs> yeah. uh, that two weeks scene, right? Yeah. What was his, like, what's his game plan? Like, he's already, he's dressed up as a robot woman. He's tricked the guy at the desk to go in. And why didn't He's he on just Mars. like? Yeah, but why didn't he just keep going and then just get undressed and turn into normal Arnie when he gets true departures because or arrivals? It's, it's all it's all predetermined. It's like the whole film is like a simulation, right? Yeah, but why no. assimilate? No. That it is. What the whole is film isn't a simulation. The whole film is a simulation. As in it's, is all, it, it's all in what, his head. What is a theory that it's a big dream? I think and, it's a big dream. And it was never, that's like a fan, yeah, they left mm. that open, I suppose. Well, Dre, um, I hope you're running a fishing bait shop because you just opened a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was honest, that was my understanding of it. Yeah, when, yeah I, I can see um, interpretation, yeah. Everything that he asks for happens, yeah. you know? Um, mm. And, it, and it, the the... The, the sky goes blue at the end. Yeah, yeah. And that, and I, and I, and I remember your man does a weird. He says it in the background when he's logging Arnie in for his treatment, and mm. he's like, "Oh, that's a new one. Blue skies and Mars." And I was like, "Why the fuck did he say that?" Oh my god! Yeah, and also his, dr- his Dre, dream. I am covered in worms that you've <laughs> opened. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking that as well. That the, yeah, mm. the whole thing is. In, is an Im, an implanted memory because he dreams of Melina played by, of course, the actor Rachel yeah. uh, Tickerton. Um, <laughs> you dickhead! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he dreams of her, and then when he's asking for, you know, he's picking his ideal woman, and her face shows up on the recall screen or whatever. Yeah, that so, doesn't make sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense unless mm. the whole thing from when he wakes up. At the beginning of the movie, that's uh, that's, well, that's oh, the implanted recall. Ver, 
that's that's why it's holiday. like Inception. It's a dream within a dream yes. within a but, within a big room yeah. of dreams. Yeah, okay. the, the, dream is the, dream. the director did state though that the fir- <laughs> when they were asking him the question a couple of years ago, he said that the first twenty minutes are hundred percent legit, like real world. Everything else is up for debate. Ernie said this. Uh, um, so my my cutting room floor, and this kind of ties into what you're saying. My cutting room floor scene is the bit where your man from Recall. It's around the half point where your mm. man from Recall arrives at his like hotel room. Oh yeah, and he's yeah, like, lad. "This is all a dream. Uh, you're actually sitting in a chair back in Recall, and here's your wife yeah. Sharon Stone. Remember her earlier? Because um, I, to me, I was like, I don't think that really adds to the film in any way." It's like a big revelation, but then it's just sort of ignored and moved on. But yeah. if I remember correctly, I think the short story, I think that's where the short story actually ends, is him being told that none of this is actually real, oh, which is right. why why they include it. I'm not sure. I, w- I wanted to actually read the short story before doing this. Yeah. But... Um, well, well, that's the scene I cut out because it doesn't really add to anything. Yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's just yeah. a death scene for Sharon Stone. That's it. Yeah, yeah the, you, like you, it, cl- it closes the, that arc out, and then yeah, you get the because your man um, uh, Doctor Edgemar, whatever his name is, um, he yeah he, he doesn't really have to be there, but he's mm. I think he's really good. He's like a kind of a sleazy. He's like a weird kind of Hitchcock sort of bad guy character. He's like um, yeah. yeah. What's what's his name? Yeah, I always remember Peter he's in Laurie. He's in uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the, the cops. He's the cops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, and he's, he's also he gets a spider coming out of his nose in Arachnophobia. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. One well, scene that freaked me out as a kid. Seeing that, yeah. Never yeah. eaten well, popcorn again. Although I, I had some popcorn earlier. But without but without that scene, we would be spider popcorn. But without that scene, we wouldn't get um, one of the best quotes. Can we go to quotes? Best quotes? I was about to say it. Go for it, Ed. Consider that a divorce. Yeah. Very true. Very, Very true. true. Which originally in the script was, he, he was going to say, consider this a divorce and then shoot her. But apparently the writers thought that that was too cruel. So it's kind of, and it's a, t- it's a typical action movie thing. I don't know if this was the first, probably not the first time it happened where they kill someone and then you say the line after they're yeah. dead. So yeah. like consider this a divorce, bang, makes more sense, but like yeah. okay. that a divorce can we is can cooler. we play can we play a little game? I'm gonna give you um scenes where you shoot somebody in various situations and you yeah. have to tell me what line you would think of on the spot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ed, you're first. Um you're waiting for your post uh, you're waiting for your post. The postman yeah. kicks in the door, and he tries to shoot you with a gun he's got in his satchel. Yeah. You pick up a knife, and you throw it at his head. What do you say? Return to sender. Excellent. Hey, excellent. That is <laughs> Very top good class stuff. Top drawer. That is brilliant. <laughs> okay, Andrea, uh, you're at the merry-go-round, <laughs> and you see a milkman. And the milkman shoots you <laughs> with his gun, but he misses. And you throw a dart at the milkman's head. What do you say to the milkman? Ding dong. The milkman always rings twice. <laughs> 
yes, that's, that's, that's going to be that's going to be pretty hard to top, Trevor. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for leaving okay. me la- until last, Kevin. But yeah. Okay, Trevor. Um, uh, so a nuclear physicist. Um, Jesus a blind, to do a, bar. a blind, a blind nuclear physicist drops um, the chemical VX poison gas on the ground, <laughs> and luckily you've got the last um, gas mask. You put it on, and then he he actually just boils to death. What do you say? E equals you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, we'll just we'll probably end on Andreas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only I did enjoy your one, Trevor. That was very good. I uh, did have a, a, a favorite quote that I like. Ding dong, <laughs> ding dong the postman. <laughs> The milkman always rings twice. <laughs> what a really bad milkman. A really annoying milkman who always rings the doorbell. <laughs> Looks like this milk just turned bad. Yeah. Like that cunt every morning at six fucking rings the doorbell. Why didn't you just leave it at the step? Um, there's a great line in the movie where, um, where the bad guy is talking to Arnie and he's saying, I'll blow this up and in 30 minutes I'll be home in time for cornflakes. Yeah, I really laughed. I laughed a lot at that. That, that does sound like a Trevor Brown line. It's yeah, my, it's my favorite midnight snack. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it needed a layer of explanation. Home in time for cornflakes. And then I, really, I, I, go sorry, on. I really liked um, when you find out that Sharon Stone is actually sleeping with uh, Michael Ironside. And yeah. uh, <laughs> Michael Ironside's buddy was like, I wouldn't like a, I wouldn't like a guy like Quaid porking my missus. And then Ironside goes, well, you think she liked it? And he goes, no, I'm sure she hated every minute of it. Yeah, I did like Ernie's um, line in the in the in the strip club when he talks to one of the B players and uh, he goes, hey, relax. You live longer. I also liked the line before it where um, your man Dean, is it Dean Strong from Breaking Bad? Mm. Um, with the vagina face. Oh, yeah. Dean yeah, Norris. Yeah, yeah, Dean, yeah, Norris. Dean Norris. Yeah, yeah. Um, he goes, you got some nerves showing your face around here. And Arnie's like, uh, look at your face. Or <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't okay, say that. But, but Paul, I want to do funny. another take. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really bad at improv. Can we do this again? This improv thing is flustering me. What did he say? He said you could talk or something like that. <laughs> the thing about favorite quotes, Kevin, is you, you need to have you need to know the quote. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite oh, yeah, quote yeah. is, and I'm paraphrasing. Uh, <laughs> this boat is too small for our needs as a fisherman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make him a tip top. Offer, it's on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know, he, Arnie does say at one point um, to uh, Sharon Stone, he's like, he goes, he goes, uh, clever girl. I have the yeah. yeah. And then he, and then he and then he turns to Cameron and goes, in a couple of years they're going to be saying that to a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> one line of Arnie's I really liked that when we were shooting Hardy books. Martin Maloney used to say it all the time. I didn't know Ernie was in Hardy Books. 
<laughs> Martin Maloney used to just go around saying, "Come on, baby, you know you're the girl of my dreams." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or what's another the- one? And one I really like is you know at the end where Richter is on the big lift. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to uh, say. There, yeah. And yeah, Richter, yeah, Richter yeah. like he gets his arms ripped out of his fucking sockets, and yeah. Arnie's there holding his arms, and he just goes, "See you at the party, Richter." Yeah, and he yeah. just throws his arms down. <laughs> he throws them like yeah. they're chicken drumsticks that he's finished eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the, there was obviously a scene cut where he shows up at the party, and Richter's there with robot arms drinking champagne. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you at the party, Richter. <laughs> hey, let's give Richter a, a big hand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd give the guy a zero on the Richter scale. Um, <laughs> any other quotes, guys? Hey, they should call you Andy Richter because you have lost both your Andes. <laughs> <laughs> and he is also the sidekick of Conan. And I also played a different Conan. <laughs> Okay, is there anything we don't understand about the film? Poor exposition, plot holes. Um, I, I, I've already talked about the jackhammer thing. Um, the, the other thing I had was yeah. all the psychic people who are meant to be brilliant psychics. How, how yeah. the fuck didn't they know that the oxygen was going to stop? Like, <laughs> like, they're, like, like, of all the people that the camera zooms up to when the fan stops, it's the psychic people, and they look so surprised. It's like, whoa. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that that bugged me. That well, bugged me I, a little bit. I think those psychics, those psychics aren't that good because the the little girl comes up, well, and goes, "I can guess your birthday," and he goes, "Yes, little girl, what is it?" <laughs> and she goes, "Taurus," and he's like, "No, that's my star sign, not my birthday." You fucking idiot, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he gives her he gives her a little chocolate and rubs her cheek or whatever. Yeah, he rubs her. He rubs her head, her face. Yeah, I think. Um, I think those psychics, they're mostly only good for, like, telling you about, like, dead relatives wishing you the best of luck. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're not good for, like, knowing when disasters are about to happen. The the, the only thing that, the, well, two things that didn't make sense to me were, well, one's a small thing, is when, uh, at the beginning of the movie, when they're watching the news on, like, one one screen... Mm. And then she's like, oh, stop watching the news. And she presses a button and it's like, a, it, it's across three panels and it's like, yeah. you know, like a, a lake or something. I'm like, why can't the news be across three panels? Because why it would the be, news have to be in one? Be, because the news is awful and filled with like yeah. freedom fighters getting shot down by, uh, by business police. And well, lo- I mean, a lovely not, view, not the news. a lovely view is uh, like a nice lake. That's something you want to see in three panels. You don't want to see but, blood and violence eating your cornflakes. But that's the screensaver. What if he wants to watch like uh, Conan the Barbarian? Would that be on like the three the three? Panels? That's probably a different option. I go into aspect ratio. Yeah, and but there's, he, a, there's he a whole twelve he, minute scene of him with the remote <laughs> control going. Yeah. I can't yeah. get the fucking it's four by three ratios. Oh uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the aspect ratio was bad in the movie. <laughs> we, 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 unfortunately. Unfortunately, I cannot get the ratio to be good. <laughs> we, yeah. we, uh, we talked about it earlier on. The, 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 I mean, the, there's a reason that John, there's no real reason that Johnny Cab explodes. And if, if Johnny yeah, Cabs were a yeah. real thing, I wouldn't be taking them because they're a fucking death trap. But mm. Johnny Cab ex- just explodes because, 
he gets ripped out. Maybe it's like a failsafe, but it should have happened. Drive into a big uh, wall. The the minute he ripped him out and used the yeah. little used the little joystick from uh, an eighties arcade to yeah, yeah. to perfectly drive the car. But I mean, the reason it explodes is so the they can get the report about the explosion, and they go an explosion. It's got to be him. Yeah. Um, nobody yeah. nobody explodes anymore. It's also an incentive to like break the the, the Johnny guy. Like it, you know, it's a bad it's a bad car design. We've got automated cars with automated robots, and but you know, if you rip out the robot, there's a little joystick that'll help you override everything and drive it yourself and rob the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't put it in. Doesn't make sense. Put it- Just walk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who would who would start in the reboot? I, like I know there was a reboot, but like if we were to just do it again now, the, from the today, hot, yeah, do it again now. Mm. Like who's a? Tom I have Hanks. Keanu Reeves. Too old. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ernie Ernie was forty one. Keanu's what fifty, 50 something. something. Uh, What's the name of the actor who plays Aquaman? Uh, oh, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Jason Mom- Him. Momoa. I find Momoa a bit or, boring. Or the 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 wrestler, um, the Rock. The I actually have the Rock as well, Dre. I have the Rock. Yeah. It's two different movies. It's if they go like in the style that it was made, it's Keanu Reeves. But if they go, but if it's actually made today and it gets bastardized, like most things do, it's the Rock. I don't think. I I, I I I'd like to see. Sorry, Kev, go on. I don't think they're gonna go muscly again. I think it'd be funnier to go down more the Richard Dreyfus role i th- yeah, I'd yeah, find yeah. it more yeah. enjoyable to see a man who's really not comfortable shooting a gun <laughs> um, yeah. somebody bob who's quite, yeah bob Odenkirk. somebody who's quite freaked out by the concept of killing even though their their previous self was a trained killer hmm. how about total recall starring john c Riley? no oh, that's what i'm yeah buy my ticket buy my ticket for yeah. me so i get yeah, tips <laughs> I think that would work because he can, you know, he, he he's got some chops. You he, gotta he get to Mars. Just get to Mars, and then you'll so all your dreams will come true. I, do you know? <laughs> I think if they remade it again, but they probably wouldn't because the remake was what twenty twelve. It's kind of too soon. Um, someone like fucking Mark Wal- Wahlberg be in it or something? No, no, no. We we, Ed, 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 we we solved it. It's John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. I am not picturing anybody yeah. else. We need to stop the reactor and then all that air will come into the sky, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, will, these people here. Will Ferrell can play the little Quato baby, the fucked up baby in his belly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the uh, who's the female lead? Who's Sharon Stone or the not Sharon Stone? The the, the actual actual Rachel female T- lead. Rachel Tikikon. Yeah. Oh. Um, Pamela Anderson. I go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I go Maya Rudolph as the sort of Mexican or Puerto Rican chick, and Kirsten Wig as the mm. Sharon Stone character. Let's, Chris, and, Chris uh, let's go all SNL cast and Chris, and Chris yeah. O'Dowd as the uh, as Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, John C. Riley. Just call it Bridesmaids Two. John C. Riley. No, Chris O'Dowd. Bridesmaids Two in Mars. Chris O'Dowd complained the taxi. No way! I can't believe I'm in Mars. This is unbelievable. I'm a taxi driver, and 
You're in. You're in a paddy cab. You're in a paddy cab. You're in a paddy wagon. Paddy wagon. Yeah, I want to go to a pub. <laughs> oh, sure. I'll bring you somewhere. I know a few places. Um, I've got. I've got yeah. five children to feed back in Roscommon. <laughs> I'm not even sure if these are good impressions. I don't think they are. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Everything sounds better on Zoom, Kev. Everything um, sounds better after half a bottle of wine. Am I right, gals? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's the movie entered into the lexicon? Um, I, I just have get into the Arnie as like a <laughs> <laughs> get in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I let him go back to Mars. Um, I I've Arnie as a modern day sci fi star. I know he was in Terminator One. But, like, I think this movie and its popularity, it kind of kicked him into, like, like obviously T- Terminator 2 followed, um, Erasure, uh, Eraser, um, yeah, other, other sci-fi movies that I don't have in front of me right now. Six Day. <laughs> well, yeah, this came out, I think this day, came out yeah, just yeah. after Twins. So you've got fucking yeah. Terminator yeah. class, um, Conan class, Twins, and then this. Like, that's... A serious fucking... That's a serious CV to drop on yeah. if you're applying for work as an actor in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Like Terminator, <laughs> Commando, Predator, Twins, Total Recall. Uh, and tell me, yeah. Ernie, why did you leave your last job? Uh, Total Recall. I was dead tired. <laughs> I really liked working the commu- on... The commute killed me. Unfortunately, there were too many large syllabled words. Uh, I have to say, the reason why a lot of these quotes stick in my head, you're talking about what's in the lexicon, when, when I first went to college, so like, you know, you're talking 2005, four or five, there was an Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard and you could prank call mm. people um, and you could play, I'm trying to buy my internet so shit here, and you could prank call people and use Arnold's voice and there was a load of lines from this one like, don't bullshit me and come on baby, you know you're the girl of my dreams um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was, What's in the two week package? Uh, yeah, what's in the two week? <laughs> Sleazy Bullshit Bullshit, don't bullshit me uh, so that was that was a lot of fun ringing people up. So those those some of the lines from this movie are just burned into my brain. You, baby, you make me wish I had three hands. That's that's a, that's a line that was said by me and said by my friends for many for many years. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally yeah. we we'd we'd add we'd add stuff to it. Say, baby, you make me wish I had three hands, four penises, twelve <laughs> toes, and fourteen pairs of testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to say whenever I went to a sweet shop, I'd be like, oh, baby, you wish, I wish I had three hands, <laughs> one for each Mars bar that I'm I looking at. I said that when I um, was at a juggling lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the worst like juggler ever. Cause, yeah, well, like, it's easier. You just hold three balls. <laughs> <laughs> um what what product placement uh, did anyone Pepsi. spot? Miller Lite and, and Jack, Jack, Jack in the Box, Pepsi, Coca Cola, <laughs> Fuji. Yeah, I remember t- seeing Fuji film. I was like, hundred years time. I don't think we're still going to be using like film in our cameras. The Fuji film was actually that was a real sign. So they that was that whole sequence was filmed in Mexico City, yeah. 
and mm. the Fujifilm um, banner or whatever you, billboard that that was that's a real billboard that was there. So they just said, "Ah, oh, look, that, that looks pretty cool. Let's keep it." Um, and I kind of I liked how. Like again, I've already said it. Like the whole B movie vibe, where even though it's in the future, like their computers are still like eighties computers. Yeah, yeah. They're. Do you notice there's a lot of retro technology going on? Basically, the video phone looks identical to the one in RoboCop. Mm. They're the same portrait-shaped video phones. Yeah, yeah. Do they exist in the same universe? I think so. Yeah, it's. I think actually that's something that I had down as. um, it, first glance at, at FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and definitely. super kind of up close FaceTime. And and they yeah. they all, when they were on the phone, they they really pushed their heads into the, the camera. Yeah. Into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like like the way your mother does or your <laughs> yeah. grandmother. <laughs> yeah. And the the ball up his nose was the first iteration of find my iPhone. Um, except for this. <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> or find my keys. I would have been, my I would have been so annoyed by that. You know when he pulls that basically ping pong ball out of his nose, but then the actual thing mm. inside it is about the size of a bullet. You're like, yeah. Yeah. why put it in yeah. a massive ball? Just put the bullet up my nose, you <laughs> pricks. Yeah. And the thing inside well, it that's that is has a little bit of blood on it, so the thing around it uh, didn't seem to protect it from anything. Yeah, it was crap. Useless. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's also a weird place to put a tracking device. Where would you put a tracking Up your big, hole, probably. In, uh, in your belly button. In your belly uh, button. <laughs> like in the Matrix. Yeah. In the Matrix, or like uh, like an earring. You could you have an earring. Yeah, so just like, <laughs> like hey, like, I don't remember like getting this earring. Tail. I better not take it off, even if I'm having a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a memory of having an earring. Big product placement throughout for that yeah. company, Recall. You know those guys? Recall! 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 <laughs> oh, no, that's it. I don't, I don't have anything else. Coca-Cola was advertised on Earth. And on Mars, Pepsi was advertised. Cargo pants. A kind of lot, lot of product placement. for Everyone's wearing cargo pants. Arnie wears cargo pants. Yeah. And he wears very very 90s jackets with kind of like, uh, you know, cord, corduroy collars. Like there's a bit where he walks into the Hilton on Mars and he's just putting his jacket on in this really kind of awkward way, walking across oh, yeah. in his big cargo pants. <laughs> it's like, look at him there. Yeah, it's because bodybuilders don't wear formal attire. It's like any movie where you see a, a bodybuilder having to wear like a suit. They always just look like, you know, like apes they always wear, in, they're, they're in, always, in a tuxedo. They're always wearing like a vest that looks like it's yeah. basically a tong for a giant just a, a really <laughs> loose fitting yeah, yeah. vest yeah, yeah. that looks yeah, yeah. like a baby could rip it off. Okay, Trev's Trivia. Total Recall, Trev's Trivia. We, we covered a lot of it, uh, so I'll just go through some of the, the beats that I have here. Uh, one thing that I read on IMDb was on set, Schwarze- Schwarzenegger noticed that Ironside was on the phone a lot in between takes. Ed's nodding. He's, he read this as well. So... He, 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 I don't know if it irritated him or not, but he, he approached them and he said, oh, you know, why are you always on the phone? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's because that's how Arnold Schwarzenegger talks. And Ironside opened up to him and he said, oh, my, my sister at home, is she, she's currently suffering from cancer. Oh my God. So Arnold like, immediately brought Michael Ironside into his trailer and they had like a, an hour or two conversation. Uh, they dialed in his sister. They had a three-way chat. 
and he gave her loads of like uh, recommendations on healthy eating, clean eating, and dieting that she can do that will help her um, recovery process. Aww. And like he never, like Ironside has never forgotten like his kind of show of empathy and compassion at that moment. Um, and the sister neither either. I don't know if she's still alive or not, but apparently the sister kind of carried that with her as well. Like it was a huge thing. That is, I think nice. that's one of the nicest bit Lovely. of Trump's trivia I've ever heard. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 Too much. Sometimes too much of Charles trivia is just uh, mean or boring, but that was beautiful. <laughs> Heartfelt trivia, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I do it for yeah. kicks. Nice. Sometimes Trevor, do, yeah. you've started the, you've started the ball very high. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know how you're going to top that beautiful story about a man helping well, another man. Did everyone hear about the food poisoning on set? No. So go on, please. In Mexico City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was in Mexico City, and. Arnie and one of the other guys, I didn't write it, write down his other name, but one of the other cast members, both of them insisted on just eating imported food from America right down to the bottle of water. Probably risks. And him and, him, him and, well, no, Arnie got really bad poisoning on Predator. And ever since then, yeah, yeah. whenever he's whenever he's not in America, he will just import food, or unless it's kind of mm-hmm. a really well-developed yeah. country, he'll just whatever. Drink the water. I think uh, Spielberg, drink the water. Spielberg did the same on um, Invader, Ra- 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark. He, yeah, yeah. Well, that was like that was after what happened before, wasn't it? Or something. He, yeah, people yeah, got, yeah. People got dysentery. Mm. Ooh, but Ford got sick as well. Should that that whole scene. Morocco. And, and and this is probably a take for Trev's trivia on on the Indiana Jones cut when we do that. But like that whole take with Harrison Ford when the sword, the, the swashbuckling sword guy, yeah. is doing all the fancy sword work, and then he Harrison actually, Ford just shoots him. He actually shot him and was a real bullet in the gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really good transfer. Yeah, yeah, I got food poisoning. You got lead poisoning. Um, yeah. So Arnie was taking vitamin B twelve shots every week. He was eating all the imported food, and all the cast were slagging him. Until they all got food poisoning and it like went, it spread throughout the set. Whatever they all had one day, they were like Jesus. really, really bad with food poisoning to the point where uh, Verhoeven was like, I don't really care. Like enough of us have gotten through it now. We need to start filming again. Yeah. So he brought in like an ambulance or two to be on set at all times that had fluids. So in between takes, people were going to get like IV fluids. Well, they I, were, like, they I, I really right hope those ambulances weren't missed from the hospital in Mexico. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, they were probably yeah. private ambulances, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It's you very important. Ex- They're making a movie about Mars. making Mars, a like... very important movie, so um, sorry, Mexicans. <laughs> Please don't get yeah. sick today. We need to be tip-top shape so we can shoot the scene with the three-breasted woman. It's <laughs> 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 important cinematic watch, don't you? We got going. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the reason why I said he was Norwegian, he is Dutch, but the reason why I said he was Norwegian, because what, it, it, I, I got confused by my own Trev's trivia. Um, in the Johnny Cab scene, when he's whistling, he's whistling the Norwegian national anthem. I don't know who made that choice. I what knew the I recognised that. Jim. I knew it. Ah. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> you're good. Pro- probably the, the, the sound editor Trevor, is when is I said, Norwegian threw it in. Trevor, when I said your trivia couldn't be as good as that cancer girl woman story, I was wrong. <laughs> You've outdone yourself with the Johnny Cab Norwegian whistle. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just here to deliver the facts, the Trev's trivias. <laughs> uh, there was plans for a sequel. 
that eventually just turned into the script for Minority, Minority Report, which was also based on a Philip K. Dick story. Trevor, are you, are um, you a big uh, dickhead? Uh, not a huge dickhead. Uh, just just read the hits. Just read the hits. Not, are you a dick guy? I'm a big dick guy. Um, yeah. I no. I, yeah, I've, I've read most of. I've got. I've had my fair share of dick. <laughs> yeah. Like more than I've, most I've, guys. I've, yeah. I've I've had a little bit of dick. I've kind of dabbled in dick a little bit. Mm. But my younger brother, huge dick guy, loves dick. Really? Yeah. Loves it. Can't get enough dick. I've met him. Yeah, I can I can confirm. Yeah. His, his his short form dick or his long form dick, which is all of his dick. Um, yeah. even the dick about dick. He loves Do you know what? Oh, okay. dick on, he loves a bit of dick on dick. Some of the some of the littlest dicks are more rewarding, I find. <laughs> like, I thought you were going to say some of the littlest dicks make the loudest noise. <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense, Trevor. Uh, like this film was based on a mini dick, like a little wee dick. And it's mm, it's a great tiny. it's a great example of dick at his See, that, at his best at his hardest. That's kind of that's kind of the problem with with dick. Yeah, a lot of these books are so dense and hard, yeah. and they're like this. This dick is too hard. I can't fit like, this in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, we like the concept of the dick, but we can't do the full length dick. So we'll just take the basic yeah. the basic dick, and we'll just, just sl- a sliver we'll build on top of it. Yeah, yeah. We'll take the sliver of the dick and we'll make it into an extra long dick. Dre, you're very quiet during this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but, reader, no, huh? but in all in all seriousness, though, the, the, this was kind of the beginning of taking Philip K. Dick's, you know, work and just boiling it down to the to the concept mm. basically turning his, yeah. his make it a high into, concept into into elevator pitch high concept things actually what have we yeah. what have we got of philip k dick um cover or movies we've got this we've got blade runner blade we've runner got scanner yeah. darkly that's him as well isn't it yeah um minority report man of the high castle the the amazon prime tv show that's that's him man of the high castle yeah yeah man that dick yeah. is getting out there there's another one as well. I think it's called Stick Screamers, <laughs> which is based on a short story, which is Peter Weller is in it. It was like made in the nineties, apparently. I've never, I've never seen it, but uh, <laughs> but apparently it's quite good. Ooh. Yeah, but there's yeah, there's a there's a good few of them. Hmm. A, lot of, a lot of dicks out there. Um, the Iron <laughs> it's a bad end to that. Um, Big load of cocksuckers. <laughs> hey, uh, Iron, another Ironside, uh, another Ironside uh, trivia. <laughs> He got a cracked rib during the um, the elevator fight scene oh. uh, between Richter and uh, Quaid. So he uh, he just about got through filming by wearing a uh, rib guard. No, no, Michael Ironside, the, the bald guy, oh. the, 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 the number two, Richter. number two, oh, yeah, yeah. Richter, Richter. See you at the party, um, Richter. Yeah, <laughs> so he, he actually got a, a rib guard off a friend of his who was an LA Raiders quarterback, Jim wow. Plunkett. Don't know who he is, but huh. uh, yeah, he was friends what with that guy. He gave him buy a, his own one. Yeah, he gave him a loan of a, yeah, it was weird. Um, it's a bit yeah, sweaty. So that's give it a wipe, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. Everything else we kind of covered in the conversation. So there's Trev's trivia. Lovely trivia, Trev. We're at that point, you know, the jingle jangle of the keys are rattling in my pocket. <gasps> the the lock is growing closer. Am I going to turn the key and open the vault? And if I am, are we going to put in this dick story? 
into the vault. You stick your dick in it. Are we going to stick our dick in the vault? Are we going to dick? <laughs> are we going to stick dick in the vault? Uh, but before we do, we like to take a stab or take a take a little glance at IMDb. A look at that, look at the user community. A sideways glance, you know, an ear, an ear, <laughs> a finger on the pulse. A rise to see what the ring look. <laughs> at what the IMDb folk are saying about this movie, funneling in on the one star um, filtering of, of the reviews, just to give us a bit of um, context yeah. to, to what, every, you know, we're gushing a little bit over the film. I know we have some critiques, but it's good to see the other side of the coin here. So I'll start with Pitwater, um, who, uh, who <laughs> posted this review in. Uh, for, I never read the names until we record and it, it, they always like to, they always catch me by surprise when I read them <laughs> and totally distracts me Pitwater uh, on the 4th of December 2000 uh, you sound like your mom pronouncing a, a rapper <laughs> Snoop yeah, yeah, Dogg yeah, yeah. Dr. D. Ray um, yeah <laughs> um, when Total Recall was first released I dragged a friend to see it I had seen the trailer and thought it would impress others as it did for me. Mm. Big mistake. (laughs) (laughs) The movie started off great. The plot was interesting and suspenseful. Then Mm -hmm. some rubber mutant freaks came wandering. And I was left... (laughs) Ticket, please. And they wouldn't shut up. (laughs) And they wouldn't shut up. And I was left pondering over the embarrassment for recommending the movie. Sounds this like embar- a Edgar Allan Poe poem. Some mutants came a-wandering, <laughs> and I was left a-pondering. <laughs> a-pondering in the cinema. <laughs> I was left a-pondering in the picture house film. Uh, this embarrassment includes a puppet popping out of an actor's chest. Well, no, like the a character's chest, not, not an actor's <laughs> chest. <laughs> a chick, A chick... With three hooters. Well, like, he wrote this in the year 2000. <laughs> that's the, like a chick with three hooters. It's like something uh, like uh, the, 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 the fucking kid from Terminator 2's friend would say. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> and some deformed... <laughs> yeah, the, the red-headed kid... Or the guy, the, the kid from... Uh, the, the buddy of the guy from Big. Um, <laughs> and some deformed plastic, all sorts, walking around the set. Again, it's it's a movie. It's not a set. Like, it, it, like it, you're getting confused. Uh, if he can't remove himself from the fact that it's a film, uh, if only they had not seen any mutants in the movie, this film could have been more mature. If it was, it might have been an all-time great sci-fi classic. Instead, it's just a big lemon. And then at the end, with a with an exclamation mark at the end, personal opinion. <laughs> So, <laughs> which yeah, I, I, we, we got that. Uh, Pitwater. That's how, that's how um, Roger Ebert ends all of his reviews. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot me, don't at me. IMO. Um, so the next one is a uh, short one. Bad language, gross creatures. Or Dylan Beck six zero five one two six six four six. There can't be that many. Or Dylan Becks. Um, the sixth of January two thousand nineteen. Overuse of profanity and obscenity. This movie. And if you forgive the pun, is a nightmare. Um, and then the is last one pun? is... Yeah. That's not a pun. What's well, it's, it's not a pun, buddy. Not a pun, but it's a kind of a, you know, I know what he's getting at. The movie is a dream, whatever. Or is it a dream? There's parts, there's, there's yeah. dream stuff, sequences. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he does have a nightmare at the start of the movie. Um, 
How did this movie win awards? Did yeah? Did Robertine win uh, award for special effects? He yeah, did. It won, it won Oscar for yeah. Won an Oscar. Yeah, for which which was which was totally merited. It, like I, Shout out to I thought there was a puppetry. I thought the puppetry. I thought that it, it was also. I didn't mention it, but one of my trades trivia was the. It was one of the. It was the last big budget movie that exclusively or almost exclusively used you know miniatures. Yeah. Um, and mm. you know I, like. I thought the, the Martian landscape looked amazing, yeah. and even the the, the, tr- the little train that he was on. Yeah, you know, and, I thought that looked. And, am- and it pulls back from from him looking out across the. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really well done. Also, the bit really that's well hard, done. That's a hard yeah. thing to do. The bit where um, they have a sort of premonition where he handled Arnold holds hands with Quato, and they have a premonition of the reactor. And the camera is yeah, like yeah. spinning around this amazing sort of landscape. That's amazing. That's really well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. yeah, looks really good. Yeah, very smooth. Yeah, there's no. You can't really see any no, cut points no. in the in in the. You know. Yeah. That, but that. Yeah. And that, and that's that's the miniature. It kind of reminded me of um, uh, Lord of the Rings when the cameras flying around the miniature sets. Yeah. 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 So yeah similar kind yeah. of vibe. Definitely. So wait, last one, sir. Of you before we make our decision. Not not to skew our opinion here, but Nithin. And I say that because N-E-T-H-I-N. Uh, Nathan Classic One uh, in April 2006 says, how did this movie win awards? Well, it won an, an award, but yeah. Um, I do not, nuts and caps, I do not understand how this movie can be rated here on IMDb to be nearly as impressive as Edward Scissorhands, which came out in the same year, question mark. How can this happen? Classic sci-fi, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah. First of all, the effects are awful. Well, we just talked about how good they were, so go back in your box, Nathan. Um, even for the time, it was hands down the worst acting I've ever seen from Sharon Stone. Again, we just talked about how good she, she was, was really so good. fuck off. She's really yeah. good, yeah. Um, in, in the first five minutes, I knew everything about her character because of her shallow acting. Where's the depth? Everything about this movie was Where's a the standard de- he sci-fi was in, uh, book. Edward Scissorhands, you dickhead. <laughs> you, you stupid fuck from 2016 <laughs> hope you're listening to this fucking podcast <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> everything about this movie was a standard sci-fi book cliche and it hurted my soul to watch it it hurt my but soul but I couldn't find you, know, you don't need to put E-A to E-D at the end of it you stupid asshole yeah, from yeah, 2016 yeah. stupid <laughs> asshole but I couldn't it, it hurted my soul to watch it, but I couldn't find my remote. He sounds like a little child. He sounds like a little child. I hurted yeah, my soul yeah. and I couldn't find my remote. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find my remote. The acting uh, was poo-poo. <laughs> yeah. Sharon yeah, Stone yeah. had no depth at all. No depth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also, like, that's the kind of the second sentence before the end. Like to say, but I couldn't find my remote. It's just like a lame, like... You know, I didn't turn it off, but I the remote was under the yeah. Uh, may this movie be may this movie be seen for what it is, and may those who nominated <laughs> for Oscars like have to answer. May this movie be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also with you, take, yeah, and also take a you. threat from a <laughs> 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 yeah. or a threat from a villain in a fucking uh, yeah. In a Christopher Nolan movie or something. Uh, may this movie be seen for what it is, and may those who nominated for Oscars have to answer to St. Peter when their time comes. I don't, to be honest, I don't think... This is the word no. of the Lord. 
<laughs> to be honest, I don't think St. Peter would be too bothered. Why do they have to bring St. Peter into this? He's just sort of yeah, heaven's leave bouncer. Him alone. He's just a bouncer, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You're either on yeah. the list or you're not. Like, yeah, just don't go to him and say, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. Um, I worked are you bringing any fruits and vegetables into heaven with you? <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you'll be yeah. here for a lot longer than brain, two weeks. Don't fuck with your pal. That's good stuff. We've arrived at this juncture. The vault is open. I've got my my little my keys for the le- little lock lock in my hand. I, I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say something here. I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna bring the door ajar a little bit because I'll start this conversation. I'm pu- I'm putting this in. Um, <laughs> it's I I just like all the stuff that we talk about. We we the stuff we poke fun about. All that stuff aside, like I just for what like. What I took from it when I was watching it, I, I watched it like I'd watch like a cool art house B movie st- style movie, like and the cheesy stuff, the cheesy dialogue was part of the fun. Very self aware, um, or it seemed to be self aware, and maybe it's just aged so well that it now seems that it's self aware. If you know what I mean, and the action I thought was fantastic, the gory action action sequences, the the needless like <laughs> like 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 that scene um, in the in the train station when. He's approached by his his worker, who turns out to be a spy, with the with, with some henchmen, and he kills them all. Like 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 so horribly kills them all. Like sticking fucking spanners through them and everything. It gets I it gets think, really violent at that per, that point. It's at it's that like specific it's like point, they yeah. held back a lot of the violence to like the three quarter mark, and then they're like, "I'm going to ram a yeah. pipe through this lad's jaw." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when when he's being put into the um, the brain machine and he kills all the scientists yeah. in the lab, that's at what the I'm end, talking like, about. Yeah, 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 that is what. Like, it's yeah, it's so mm. grotesque, but it's mm-hmm. it's great. It, it, and again, it kind of reminded me. It's like I was watching a Sam Raimi movie or something yeah. at, at points with, with those kind of sequences. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was great. I'd be, I'm putting it in, um, and it's it, it's actually made me like I've, I've I've as a kid I had RoboCop on. Um, cassette tape uh, as you would say Ed and I've, I watched it a lot as a kid but and I haven't cassette, watched it in about tape. and a cassette tape uh, or, or a VHS should I say just like saying cassette tape um, I love I love that movie as a kid but I, I, again I haven't probably watched it in about 15 or 20 years so you've seen this movie has made me want to rewatch Robocop now just for, the, just for the style and for the um, yeah just for the style and the action sequences and stuff but there's four of us so this could get sticky. So basically, and what we... needs to happen is all four of us have to turn the key at the same time. Yeah. In order yeah. for this. <clears throat> yeah. One, two, three. Yeah, like we're in uh, NASA. Um, I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna relieve the tension and just say uh, I was I would think I was the one who suggested this. I'm all about Total Recall. Uh, as Trev said, it's just it's one of the one of the best action movies I think we've produced as a species. Uh, <laughs> And it's wicked smart. Like I mean, I like I like action movies with a bit of smartness to them. Uh, as much mm. as I like John Wick and all them ones, John Wick movies are kind of dumb. Uh, it's like yeah, you know, yeah, revenge yeah. revenge of a lad who kills a dog. It's not much to it. Whereas this this has us asking questions like, is this a dream? Is this <laughs> is this all in a man's mind? But what about the blue skies of Mars? Like, I never even got that, and I've seen it 20 times, Dre, and you saw it the first time. Am I stupid? Yes. 
But uh, I like uh, I like my action movies, and this is one of the best ones. I'm putting it into the vault. I've just broken off my key into the into the lock. No. Oh, so that means you've spoiled the vote. No, it just it so just means between me Ed and Trev. No, no, he broke oh, the key, no, Trev. I, I, I'm an Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So what? Is it stuck in the vault? And what are you going to do? We can't. Put um, any... We get too bloody excited, and he turned it too quick, and he snapped the key. So I think it's that's a spoiled vote. <laughs> Fuck you, Trev. Uh, so I'm back in the game. So Trey, with your interjection there, I'll give the next vote to you to cast. Uh, where are you at with this, Trey? For me, the the vault is a very personal and private place um, <laughs> with some of my favourite films around. Some some films that I'm, you know, I'm not too keen on, but, but they're all in there. There's some buddies in there. Um, this film, you know, I didn't have a graph for it before I seen it. And um, yeah, it, it this film is just a film that Kevin would put on at four o'clock in the morning and probably start an argument over <laughs> people not wanting to watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I, I'll I, take that. I think, no, no. I, I think no, no, he'd start an argument that. for people not wanting really? to watch it for the second time in a row that night. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, that, 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 that kind of endears me to it a bit because it makes me think of just those kind of nights. But... Um, for me, it's 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 not verdi, verdi, worthy of my vault. That's fair enough. So, are you <laughs> so saying, unfortunately, I'm not unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, it's not going into my vault. The aspect ratio is too large to get into the vault. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, T- tension! We could have we could have a hung vote here. We could have uh, two votes against, two <gasps> votes for. But we're not going to because I'm putting it in the vault. Because <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's boys against girls. And luckily, there's more of us in positions nice. of power. Just like the Irish the government, Trey. Trey, just like the Ooh. Irish government, there's too few women to make a bloody difference. <laughs> now, now, Kevin's making a political statement, much like Paul Verhoeven does in his action movies. Yeah, I think this is... The, the, this is part of the, the Paul Verhoeven holy trinity of satirical comic book action movies, Robocop, Total Recall, Starship Troopers. They don't make them like this anymore, and they rarely did, and he was kind of the only guy that, that did make it. But uh, apart from, like we said before, the ending being a bit, little bit dragged out, because at that point you're just watching a volcano er, erupt. With yeah. lots of air, and it's kind of it. It does drag out a little bit towards the end, but mm. it moves at pace, and lots of good stuff. Even that scene, Kev, that you said should be cut out, where your man comes in yeah. as the doctor with the sweat. I, I mean, I kind of like that scene, and I noticed the weird. There's a lot of kind of low, high angles in that scene. Like at the beginning, it's like shot real low, and then there's a there's a shot above, and it's kind of it's kind of got a weird uh, paranoia to it, I guess. But yeah, good, fun action movie, great special effects. I thought Quatu especially, and when I looked it up afterwards, it was like like 15 dudes, uh, maybe a couple of dudettes, but usually in, in the late, 90, or late 80s, early 90s, probably a lot of guys were working on the special effects, I'd say. But uh, yeah. Rob Boutin's 
uh, work was fantastic. Still holds up. Very, very, very little uh, to not recommend. Let's just so. say, Robotine, you deserve that little man that lives in your house called Oscar. Exactly. <laughs> and the award. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I know we talked about it already, but <clears throat> I can't... Um, I can't emphasize enough how much I like the credits. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I just thought they were oh, yeah, really cool. Yeah. And the music the was great. The Jerry Goldsmith who, music did, was great. who did um, yeah. Planet of the Apes. There's actually one little musical sting uh, piece in it that sounded... I went, oh, that's just... He's stealing from his Planet of the Apes score. It's just a sort of a... Mm. It's like a dint-dint, and then it goes... Ooh, ooh, <laughs> something like that. And I went, yeah. hey, Planet of the Apes guy. So, Trev, would I, would I, say, would I say with Total Recall... Get your ass to the vault. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, let me just... Uh, there you go. I just locked it up there. It's in the vault. We're, we're all happy. Three happy campers. Dre, sorry for you, but, you know, mm. looks like you win the, some, you lose looks some. Looks like the boys win again. <laughs> Wait, give give me give me a, give me another scenario so I can, I can at least try and go out on a high. Give me another scenario and I have to think, think of one Okay. Online. Um, so let me see. Uh, I'm see a builder, no fireman, a postman, a plumber, a plumber. Okay, so you just go, you just put your key in the door, and the plumber is there. He's unblocking the toilet that you blocked up with your IBS. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> you want to go on a hydra, yeah? Um, <laughs> So you've yeah. locked up the toilet and the plumber's there, he's sweating, he's been there for hours and it's just, he really just made a real mess of the toilet and he's really considering just replacing the toilet at this stage. Uh, and then he turns around and he shoots you with a gun, but you duck and then you take the plunger and you stick it on his face and smother him. What, the, what do you say to him? <laughs> Access denied. <laughs> that has nothing to do with plumbing there you go three against four this time because that was our first foursome and yeah it's in it's in the vault it's in there again again um if you agree or disagree let us know we're on instagram at the cinestream club and we're on twitter at the cinestream c1 give us a shout next week we're going to watch the disney classic or maybe it's not a classic we'll find out next week uh, cool runnings and we are joined by guest and first time cinestreamer Aaron mcgatty so look forward to it if you want to play along it's ready to stream on disney plus or just download it until then, stay safe, take her handy, get your job. Talk to you later. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.